Welcome back, everyone. Four wins in June. The Denver Nuggets are NBA champions. Crazy to say, honestly. Like, I know I was rooting for the Nuggets and everything to win it, but wow, like, it just feels for surreal to think about. For sure. That the Denver Nuggets won the championship. Yeah. I don't if, think anyone would have thought, yeah. like, at the beginning of the season, like, sure they were, like, in contention, yeah. but, like, no one thought they were legit even until the beginning of the playoffs, too. Yeah. I don't even think most Nuggets fans thought the game of the season. Like, it's crazy, but I'm just super happy for them, honestly. So it's it was a great way to end this the season. Nuggets in five. Dana predicted it correctly. So congrats to you. Give your round of oh, applause. Yeah. Uh, that was really hard to do, that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give the Heat a little too much credit in my prediction, I guess. A little gentleman sweep. Yeah. But uh, they had their uh, celebration yesterday. Uh, I will say it was pretty lit. Did did look good, but not as good as those Warriors ones. Not just kidding. Ah, shut <laughs> up. Uh, but it was funny. I think the funniest thing was Joker when he was like, after the game, uh, they won, and he just like wanted to go home. He was like, I need to go back to Serbia, my horses, blah, blah, blah. And then during the parade, he's like, I, I, I know what I said about parade. He's like, I love parade. I love <laughs> effing parade. <laughs> Jokic is a funny dude. There was tons of moments throughout the celebration and the parade that had me cracking up. When he pushed Jamal in the pool, it was hilarious, although I wish someone pushed Mike Malone in there with him. Um, when he poured beer at KCP after the interview and said, I my turn, I want to go home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just hilarious. And then in between the celebration parade, they asked him, like, hey, like, where's the, comp- the finals MVP trophy? He goes, I'll be honest, I don't know. I left it somewhere and now it's gone. Yeah, he just he's just chilling. He just he's just having a good time. Like, yeah, it's like uh, what Embiid said, where it's like everyone cares about the MVP. If they if they say otherwise, they don't. And I think he was referencing Jokic, yeah. and it's like, man, he doesn't care. He could care less. Yeah, I mean, to play devil's advocate, of course, there is like, does Jokic care too little? Because like, it is a, a tremendous respect to be named Finals MVP. Like, you should be excited for that. Like, does he care too little to? But I don't really care. That's true, I yeah. Fine. I mean, yeah, it's the finals MVP, and there's, like, legends who have won it and stuff like that. So, yeah, you should have a little, you know. Yeah, like, this puts Jokic in an elite, like, top five center all-time conversation. Yeah. Because like, of the finals MVP he just won. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I think he has good intentions at heart. That's why I don't really care as much, because he really just wants to go celebrate, be with his family. I think he does respect the trophy. It's just I can understand how some people are getting rubbed the wrong way yeah but i think just get over it yeah and in addition uh michael malone gave a little speech it was pretty interesting you could tell he was hammered but anyway uh he said the one thing he said was run it back yeah. uh, do you think the the nuggets can run it back um <clears throat> i definitely think they can i think they'll be a force in the west um now are there other teams in the west and east that i think will become better uh, yes, I think the Nuggets all the work cut out for them, but I think they've built a really good roster, and the only free agent I think is Bruce Brown, who has a team option or a player option. So like, I see in the world they can't run it back really. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I agree. I think they're the team to beat now, and yeah, you know, all bets on their health, and that's if they're healthy, yeah. they're a great team. So yeah, but above all, congratulations to the Denver Nuggets. Congratulations, to the City of Denver. You guys deserve it. Yeah. Uh, special place in our hearts, of course. 
but just congratulations. It's a job well done. Yeah, for sure. Enjoy it because, you know, it might not come again. Uh, you're not getting it next year. It's a Celtics <laughs> year next year. Mark it. Every year. There's always next year. Always next year. <laughs> uh, anyway, in other news, because the finals are over, Adam Silver promised us the the big reveal of John Morant's suspension. Yeah. And honestly, it turned out to be less than what I thought. Yeah. It turned out to only be 25 games. Uh, it was just reported this morning by Shams and Woj. Um, and it caught me a little by surprise, honestly, because like you said, Adam Silver himself kind of hyped it up. Be like, hey, this is a big thing. We're going to wait till after the finals to not take the thunder away. And we're like, dang, is he going to suspend Jaw for a whole year? Like, I honestly thought that was going to happen. Like, minimum 50 games. Like, I thought it was a whole year. Yeah, if you hype it up like that. Yeah, you made it seem like a death sentence almost. So the only 25 games, like, it's really not that much. Like, if their team does is 500, the 13 and 12 at the end of it, like, it's not bad. Yeah, it's just a little slap on the wrist again. So. But, like, from another perspective, I think I think it's the right amount of time. Because I think what he did was immature and and wrong, but he didn't do anything, like, absolutely terrible. I mean, he showed a gun on Instagram Live. Like, it's immature, it's stupid, they should punish him for it, but, like, it's not like he beat someone or shot someone. It's not like he did this grand thing that he was, like, getting investigated by the FBI for. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just the NBA, it's a, its own organization, yeah. right? And they have rules, and he signed a contract, and he knew the rules, yeah. and I guarantee you there's stuff that says yeah. uh, stuff like that, and it's not his first offense. It's, like, his third. Yeah, um, well, that's the thing is, like, if it was found that he had the gun on team premise or on team plane, yeah. then that's automatic, like, 50 games. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, they didn't find that. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm saying is like if they didn't true. find out on the team thing, he didn't break anything his contract. So it's really just him being immature. But I get it. Everyone's so sensitive about guns and they should be because guns are very dangerous and they should. Mm-hmm. But he really. And that's that's what's kind of like on that note. That's kind of what like the culture is like. That's why guns are so scary right now is because people just, you know, do stuff like that. Like it's a, a joke and it's not yeah. like use guns to kill people. And use guns to kill animals, t- things. So it's yeah. like, yeah, it's not like, oh, ha ha, I'm having a great time. Yeah, it's Here's not my a gun. funny toy. It's something you take <laughs> seriously. Yeah. So, like, and that's why I think they did suspend him. It was a great thing to show a message, like, hey, you can't be acting like this because there's fans that are watching you who may uh, emulate this. And it's really dangerous. Yeah. But at the same time, like, 25 games feels right for me. Mm-hmm. And there's conditions on his return too mm-hmm. that he has to meet. So I wonder what those are. It would be interesting to find out. Probably just never touch again again. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, in other news, the Warriors finally found their GM, which was kind of predicted. It was between Mike Dunleavy Jr. and then Joe Lacob's son. I forget his name. But from my perspective, I don't want Joe Lacob's son because I feel like that would be too like agreeable <clears throat> and yeah, family ties and you just that just kind of goes wrong sometimes. So. I'm proud of Joe Lacob and the Warriors organization to hire Dunleavy. He's been under Bob Myers for as long as Bob Myers has been there. So I honestly don't think too much will change. I think he's a smart guy. He comes from a basketball family. I expect the Warriors to continue to draft well and to continue to be a good organization in that front. Well, he's got his work cut out for him this offseason. Got a lot of big choices to make. 
That's uh, true. See if he can br- convince Draymond to come back. If he can uh, find a trade for Pool, maybe uh, make it some more assets. Like he's got, he got some good big questions to answer. But you know, when you have Steph Curry on your team, things are a little easier. That's true. And yeah, you have that core dynasty. They, they're obviously involved in decisions too. Yeah. So and they'll help recruit and convince and mm-hmm. campaign and things like that. Yeah. So he has he has all the help he needs. Uh, speaking of that, uh, Scoot Henderson was one of the top dra- draft prospects. Was working out with Steph the mm-hmm. other day, and I told Corey I was like I was I wasn't too high on this draft class besides Wemby, but now since I found out he's working with the goat, you know, nah, things bro. change a little bit. Even without shooter. him working with Steph, Scoot is gonna be generational, and we can talk more about him later when we talk about like some of the movements and trade rumors, For but. Sure. Scoots can be generational. Just watch. Yeah. <laughs> but in uh, addition, there's more stuff about stars on the move right now. Uh, the first one is. Well, we ought to talk about Michael Jordan, of course. Oh, Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I skipped over that. The GOAT. He's selling his hometown team. <laughs> it's been in rumors for a while that he's trying to sell it. He sells it to some minority owners for about $3 billion, I saw. Um,. But I heard he was try- he was g- waiting until the draft lottery to see if they did in fact get Wemby, and then if they got Wemby, he probably would have stayed. But they didn't, so he is uh, off to greener pastures, it seems. Yeah. But one fun fact is the uh, the new ownership group, uh, Jay Cole's part of it. Oh, so. interesting. Maybe he'll you know sign himself on the team. Yeah, they'll go get his buddy uh, uh, Caleb Martin from the Heat. Yeah. Who ruined my season, but. <laughs> And then didn't disappeared in the finals. I know, but uh, I think that's a smart move for Jordan. He just yeah. never was a good owner. Uh, he they never won a playoff series with him. Never won a playoff. They did they make it? I think they made I it think once. They made it a couple times. Yeah, once or twice. But I but think the best thing that happened to that organization was the rebrand mm-hmm. of the Bobcats to the Hornets. So well, good yeah, job. Kind of just MJ. sweeping everything under the rug. Yeah. Like oh yeah, the Bobcats are terrible. Where are they at now? Like oh the Hornets. Oh, they're still terrible. Yeah. I just feel like everyone like says, like, oh, my franchise sucks and things like that. But, like, I feel so bad for Charlotte fans. Like, they get the short end of the six so much. Like, they won seven games one year to draft a bust. They got Kemba Walker, who was a stud, and then he just hurt his knee constantly. And then they just can't figure out how to stay healthy now, and they just yeah. can't win games. Or they can't uh, be civil. Yeah. Michael or what's his Miles name? Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges. Yeah, yeah. Talk talk about <laughs> suspension. I, just, <laughs> I feel so bad for the Charlotte fans. So if any of you guys are listening, yeah, yeah. we're here for you. <laughs> it, uh, greener pastures are coming. Trust us. You guys will get the number two pick, maybe. Maybe you don't trade it, um, but we'll see what happens. But hopefully, Charlotte can be on the up and up soon. Hopefully, yeah. I don't know if Melo's their star, but we'll see. Um, but yeah. Anyway, sorry. To skip over MJ, the GOAT. Uh, but there's some stars that could be on the move. There's a lot of talk about three players in particular. It's Beal, Zion, and Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. So I guess just of those three, who do you think's most likely to be traded? I think Bradley Beal is the most likely, obviously. Really? Um, just because I feel like the Wizards don't reshape their front office to not blow it up. Like the front office is going to want to ha- make their team. Right now, they're not dealing with their team. They're dealing with the previous administration's team. And so they're going to want to blow it up. They want to get new personnel in because obviously the Wizards haven't been good recently. The team isn't working. 
They mm-hmm. got a lot of free agents like Chris Tapasingas and Kyle Kuzma. So like they have a lot of opportunity to maybe do some signing trades, move some people around, change some things up. Um, so they got a lot of opportunity there, but uh, I just think Bradley Beal is in the wrong place right now, and he's going to work with the Wizards to find a new home. Yeah, I could see that, especially I I forgot that they had new ownership. So, yeah, bringing in that. I also think uh, Zion is a big one, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting because they're trying to package him for Scoot. They're really high on Scoot yeah. Henderson. So I, I don't know if that will happen, though. Like, I mean, I could see a world where Zion gets dealt to new, uh, Charlotte yeah. and pairs up with LaMelo Ball. I think that would be a really good duo. Mm-hmm. And then you get Scoot and uh, New Orleans with Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum. I think that would be really good, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a good idea, but I just think you can't – I know Zion has a track history of injuries, but I feel like you just – you have to keep giving him a chance. Yeah, obviously. Like, I'm not – campaigning for him yeah. to be out the league anything so well that's what i'm saying from the pelicans perspective yeah. i'd be like come on you have to like run it back just like take this season like have him play a couple games and really like monitor his i don't know what the problem is with his eating or whatever it is like just it's that gumbo down south baby yeah just give him give him another chance because they're when when they all play like when him ingram and cj they were the best team yeah for like the first quarter of the season it's crazy but but I, I can understand from the Pelicans' perspective of like, hey, we got Brandon Ingram who's starting to get there in age. He's like 28 right now, 27, 28-ish. And He's we got prime, yeah. CJ yeah. McCollum who's probably have a couple of good years left. Mm-hmm. Like they need to it's win now. capitalize on that. And also think about the future as well. Mm-hmm. And so like they need to think like, okay, Zion's value is still pretty high right now, but it might decline in, in a year if he doesn't play again. Mm-hmm. Got to think about that too. Like, a year from now, if he doesn't play, his value may be at an all-time low. Mm-hmm. So maybe just sell now so you can get ahead of that no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see what happens to him. And then finally is Dame Lillard, uh, the guy who's always been in the trade rumors because mm-hmm. the Portland Trailblazers just never get to the their goal and Damian Lillard is too loyal. So yeah. do you think that finally breaks up this, this offseason? There's no. been so much talk about it. Like, No, it does not break up this offseason. You, you think you stay? Damian Lillard is going to be a Portland Trailblazer come this next season. It's going to happen. I'm sorry, Heat fans. You can shift your focus to Bradley Beal all you want. You're not getting Damian Lillard. What's going to happen is the Trailblazers are going to trade the number three pick to someone and get another star. My guess, if I was to guess right now, I'd say they trade him to the Raptors and get Pascal Siakam, which I think would be a bad trade for the Blazers. Because I don't think Pascal Siakam is worth the number three pick. But I think they're going to do it. And I think Dame is going to have his running mate in Pascal. And I think they're going to be kind of bad. That would be the dumbest thing. The uh, yeah, There's just a lot of dumb things the Trailblazers exactly. have done. And it's because of Lillard. Like, Lillard's a great player. But it's like, you know he's loyal and he wants to stay. You just have to get rid of him. Like, you have to kind of at one point say, like, hey enough is enough like we know you're loyal you love portland yeah. blah 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 but like for the organization and the future of it we can't keep you like yeah. what we have is a bunch of young players and we have you and mm-hmm. you're not going to win like our young players aren't really going to develop because you're playing and like there's no future team that's going to win with you yeah on on the trailblazers they're just there's a disconnect between him and the blazers roster 
unless they want to do a big overhaul and sell and get a bunch of veterans in there to try and make one push this year, it just it's not going to work out. Um, I don't. I think they should move off Dame. Yeah. I think there's teams that want Dame, even though his contract is insane, and it'd be really hard to trade for him. I think there's teams that do want him, so I think they have a shot to get some assets back. And I think the three pick is very valuable, but they're just gonna probably stick with Dame. I think. Yeah, I mean, I'd see him moving to a team with a high draft pick, right? You would trade their pick mm-hmm. for Dame, but like yeah. this year. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, so if you had to pick one of those three, who would you pick though? Who would I pick? Right? Who do you think is gonna get moved? Yeah, probably Beal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who would I want right now if I was... Yeah, if you were a GM for a team who, yeah. who had the assets to trade for one of these three players, who would you trade for? Not necessarily the Warriors. No, yeah, I'm just saying... Just like, a GM. Yeah. Uh, like, if, it depends. If I want to win now, I'd trade for Damian Lillard. Like, wow. if I was the Celtics, I would I would go all in for Lillard right now. And if I was the Heat, I'd go all in for Lillard. Like, if I was a playoff team and I needed a point guard, scoring point guard... Like, I'd go all in because I know that he could help win a championship. Yeah, that's fair. I think, honestly, I would go all in for Zion. I think Zion, just because, one, he's younger. Two, his contract is like half of what Beal and Dames is. Like, yeah, I think, do I really yeah. want to pay 37-year-old D- Dame $60 million, it feels like? Like, it's just their contracts. Like, Beal and Dame are obviously better players, right? Yeah. But their contracts well, are it just It just depends insane. on what team. Like, the team build and I feel like a lot of playoff teams right now have that kind of like not like Zion but they have their four and five yeah there's there's a lot that don't have their one like Booker and KD they don't have a point guard like I guess I can say the Celtics because Marcus Smart is not really that guy like he's not a a star that guy uh, yeah, respect but, Derek White. And then same thing with the Heat. They just rotate yeah. point guards. Uh, the only true point guard w- or like that they had was the Nuggets with Jamal Murray. Yeah. Um, but this is the yeah. thing: is like you look at that, but then you look at the trade packages they have to give up, and it's like you give up the farm and more. Like I was looking at yesterday because it was reported that the Kings were talking about Bradley Beal. I was like, that's kind of interesting. I'd love to see that Bradley Beal on a young Kings roster. It's kind of sick. But then you look at the, the money, and it just doesn't match up very nice. Yeah. Like, either the Wizards are going to take back significantly less assets, or you'd have to throw in, like, a Fox or Sabonis. And I just don't think the Kings would do that. Mm-hmm. And so the, just well, the they money. Should, well, the Kings should have some space with Harrison Barnes. They have to sign and trade Harrison Barnes. Yeah. Like, they can't just trade Bally Beal into their cap space. Mm-hmm. Like, but, like, Harrison Barnes' contract was – pretty significant like it wasn't a lot but, yeah, but he's a free agent right now yeah but i'm saying just from the last year mm-hmm. like so you're dumping like you don't have that you have space like the kings have space to sign someone not like beal not like have Beale's to trade space, yeah. but like they have some space because harrison barnes had like i think he was the third highest yeah they had to do so, some yeah. sign and trade stuff to yeah. make it happen but the money just doesn't match up so it's mm-hmm. hard yeah we'll it's see. a lot There's easier a lot to of... match the zion money yeah yeah there's a lot of new stuff with the CVA and stuff. But anyway, yeah. um, I want to get off to the, the next one. So two number two and three picks in the draft. Yeah. Um, what would you give up to trade them? Um, Honestly, like – Because it's obviously Scoot and then 
Who would yeah. be the third? Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller. Well, okay. if the Hornets keep the pick, they're reported to take Brandon Miller at two. And if Brandon Miller goes at two, I think three really? becomes insanely valuable. Wait, they're reported to take him at two? Yeah. Uh, that's all the reports idiots. are saying. They're idiots. And so that's what I'm saying is, like, if the Hornets take Brandon Miller at two and suddenly Scoot is available at three and the Blazers are intent on keeping Dame and moving three, suddenly I think three is the most valuable pick in the draft. Well, yeah, if it's Scoot. You can get Scoot at three, which is cheaper than two. You save some money there long term. Well, and you can trade one of your fringe all-stars, like I've been saying, to get a young superstar in the making. Yeah. I know Danon's not very high on this draft class and all, but I, I'm just not high on anyone else besides Scoot and, yeah. and Wemby. I think if you get Scoot at three, like wow. But if the the Hornets are, I, they might just be saying that just to mess with people. I don't know. I think Brandon Miller is a really good player, and I think he fits in well with Lamelo. So I could see why they would do it because I don't think Scoot and Lamelo would mesh very well. But I would get Scoot and then drop Lamelo. Yeah, I think you just. I think if I was the Hornets, you take best fit. Yeah, but uh, uh. I could see understand what they do. Yeah, so I mean that makes sense. Like if it's if it's Scoot and Wemby, everyone else, I just don't think that it's worth trading like a star or anything because like draft players like rookies take time to develop. Like you can go over through every draft. There's a few that don't like take a lot of time, and those are just diamonds in the rough. And like I feel like those diamonds in the rough are. Wemby and Scoot. And besides that, like, you're just really rolling the dice if you're trying to win now. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to take a couple of years for those guys. Like, everyone who's won their first championship, it's taken, like, seven years. Like, LeBron, like, Jordan, Steph, like, all these players, they need time to develop. Yeah. So, we'll see. Well, even depends. Jokic, too. Jokic and Murray. It all depends, on obviously, like, how high you are in this draft class. Yeah. I see a lot of potential in this draft class. Danon sees less potential. And so it's like it's the different viewpoints we have. But I think I would give up a good amount for the number three package, especially the new CBA. It saves you money. allows you to have a better roster around them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it, I think they're very valuable. Yeah. Well, you, if you can get Scoot, I think you yeah, win Scoot. the offseason. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Scoot or Wemby, you're a winner. Yeah. Well, the Spurs are got one. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of a foregone conclusion. We're like number two is the new number one right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like, and especially because like, in any other draft, Scoot would be the clear cut number one. Yeah, no question about it. To get him at three would be crazy, mm-hmm. crazy value. Yeah, I if if he goes three, I don't know whatever that second team the Hornets would be thinking. But anyway. Uh, one more thing, a couple more things. This is pretty funny. Uh, it's been in the news a little bit because Carl Anthony Towns loves the the limelight, and so does Pat Bev. He does his little, little podcast too. But but Pat Bev is funny. Pat Pat Bev is Pat funny. Bev has a good podcast. Go listen to the Pat Bev podcast. Yeah, yeah. I re- I respect Bev, but Carl Anthony Towns, come on, <laughs> saying outlandish things like I already changed the game, like I'm the best center of all time. Uh, and then, on top of all of it, the Timberwolves play and win was better than the NBA championship Denver Nuggets run. It's like, what are you like? Stay off the weed. Duh. His his argument was, we only had four months to do it. They had four years to do it. I'm like, dog, you won a playing game. <laughs> like Pat Bev threw his jersey in the crowd after beating the Clippers, who had Paul George on COVID. Uh, he was out because of COVID. Like. You didn't beat anyone really. 
Kawhi was injured. The, it was a show of the Clippers. And you won a playing game and then proceeded to get your butt smacked and blew 20-point leads left and right to the Grizzlies that year. Exactly. They should have beaten the Grizzlies, yes. It was embarrassing for you. I don't know why you're gassing up that playoff run. You got embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Especially with your voice changing. We Minnesota now. Yeah. Yeehaw. <laughs> like, the Nuggets were just special, man. Like, yeah. stop first trying time, to take away from them. First championship. First time ever making the finals. Like, yeah. come on. Like, you're, you're playing win. Like, yeah, like, like, oh he's lucky he said all that because the least crazy thing he said was, I can get 40 points every night if you just t- drop the plays for me. It's like, you know how hard it is to drop 40 in the NBA? Like, I get it, Kat. You're good. You're a special player. But oh, he could, 40 is hard. No, he could do that. He could drop 40 every day and his team would lose. That's true. Yeah, He would take 50 shots. Yeah, that's easy for him. It's that's the only, Yeah, that's the thing I believe. But to say you change the game, it's like how can you change the game when you haven't done anything? Like the only when no thing one knows you. Really, Cat did was the time between Cat you know, was good and when Jokic and Embiid took over was the center position was killed. Cat helped kill the center position. Yeah. When he retires, the only thing I'm gonna remember him by is that one picture where he's trying to back down Boogie Cousins and Boogie Cousins just standing there, kind of chuckling. Yeah. Because he knows Cat is soft. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, Jokic and Embiid have saved the center position. But Cat, you have done and Giannis. nothing. Giannis is a different. He's a unicorn. Yeah, we'll throw Giannis in there. Sure. Uh, yeah. Strong man, big yeah, man, big yeah. game. They saved that. But Cat has done nothing but kill his I agree. position. I'll remember the boogie, and I'll remember him getting locked up by Clint Capella in the in the playoffs. Man, that's crazy. It's the, true. the craziest trades I see online is Celtics fans convincing themselves they want Cat on their team. I'm like. No, you don't, bro. No, you don't. Like, do you watch Timberwolves games? I understand you probably don't, but go watch some Timberwolves games. Yeah. He's not that good. No, he's not. He's not. Um, anyway, to wrap things up after that little funny segment, um, the odds for players for new teams. Let's go over those. Yeah, there's, there's some pretty lot. obvious ones, but there's some pretty funny ones, too. Yeah. Uh, just a nice little crack at it. Uh, to lead off, we'll, we'll, we'll go back and forth. Uh, first off, is LeBron is the favorites to land in the Mavericks. If he, of course, this is to, if he leaves the, their team right now. So if LeBron were to leave the Lakers, the favorite is the Mavericks. Obviously, because Kyrie's recruiting him, makes a lot of sense. I honestly think that'd be a good move for LeBron. A change of scenery and a good you get work with Mark Cuban, who's a really good owner. I think yeah. LeBron would enjoy it. Yeah, I think that would make sense. But I would I would say he's either stays on the Lakers or he retires. I think those are the two choices. No shot, he retires. Well, he retires for the one year, watches watches his son play, and then goes Maybe. to whatever team. That's the only thing with the retire thing. But I think anyway. LeBron would rather just say, "Oh, I'm hurt," and sit out a year. That's rather true. Than retire. That's true. He and he could do that on the Lakers. Yeah. Um, the next one is Damian Lillard to the Heat. We kind of already talked about this, but I don't think that's going to happen. No, you don't have to give it too much. You have to go with Hero, Lowry, pretty much the whole farm. Um, I obviously don't think it makes them much better. Yeah. So I think it's the most likely destination, yeah, but I don't think it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. James Harden, the favorite to land James Harden is, of course, the Rockets. Him and Ime are going to be best friends over there in Houston. Um, but uh, do you think it's going to happen? I, I kind of believe this one. I think this, is, this one will happen. Uh, it just seems like it's kind of destiny for him to go back. Yeah. And – kind of save the Rockets, just build them back up. Because he's tried to win championships, and I don't think that's working out for him. I think if you asked me a week ago, I would have said yes, it's going to happen. 
But I think I've changed my mind. I think he's going back to Philly. You think? I think just based on the reports that have come out saying like, oh, the Rockets are interested in this guy if they don't get hardened. So I think the Rockets are starting to panic because I think something changed. And yeah. so I think there's a good chance Harden actually stays with the Sixers. And I think the Rockets are noticing that change. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, then we have Kyrie Irving to the Lakers. I don't think that will happen. I, I see no path. I that. think he'll stay in Dallas or go to a completely different team yeah. we're not even thinking about. Like the the Mavericks already said, we're not doing a sign and trade to help Kyrie get to the Lakers. Like it's not happening. Yeah. And then we got Russell Westbrook to the Knicks, which is surprising. I think that's a bad fit. I don't think he would fit very well with Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson. But it it is interesting because he could come out like his role that he had on the Clippers before. Paul George and Kawhi, he was coming off the bench, right? No, he's starting. Or he's starting. Yeah. He came off the bench of the Lakers. Yeah. See, I think if he came off the bench, if he's actually like down for that, I think he could fit with the Knicks when when Julius Randle's not playing. Like yeah. he couldn't play with him. I think a better fit for Westbrook would be the Heat. Actually, I think he would fit very well in the Heat culture. That's. I yeah. think he would take the minimum. I think he would, him and Jimmy Butler would get along really well. I think him and Bam would get along well. But I think I don't. Th- I don't see the Knicks. It doesn't yeah. make sense to me. Yeah, it's those. Are, those are interesting ones. Um, then we have Trey Young to the Lakers. He said, "It's ours next," or whatever. After the Nuggets won, and everyone laughed too. Well, you're requesting a trade then because they ain't gonna be the Hawks. Maybe he goes pairs up with Carl Anthony Towns. The, those two have pretty straight minds. So, anyway, <laughs> yeah, um, I don't see the Hawks trading him unless they get AD back. But but that point you did make with Beal, they. Had, the Hawks have a new ownership too, so that's true. They could, and they were all talking about him getting canned too. So yeah, I, don't I mean, I think it'd be good to sell Trey Young high because I think Trey Young's the type of player where like he every other year he has good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, and it's like sell him when he has a good year, and then you get good value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And then is it me or you? This, this is you, me, oh. but this is a surprising one. Chris Paul, the the favorite to land Chris Paul, is the Spurs. Didn't mm-hmm. expect that. I thought it was gonna be the, like the Lakers or Mavs or something like that. Go join his own buddies, but Vegas has him going to the Spurs, the team with Wemby and Pop. Yeah, that that could be interesting. Uh, I don't think you win a championship there, but I don't know what Chris Paul wants. We'll see. Like, yeah, I mean they could offer him the most money, obviously. So like they have the cap space, so maybe if money is the only thing he wants, which would be weird, yeah, because it's State Farm is paying them late in your career. Like you really want to sign thirty million dollars to be bad? Mm-hmm. Like I want to go win. I want to go play. Like, yeah, I mean he kind of doesn't really play in the playoffs, so yeah, that's fair. He just can't handle it. Uh, this one's the laughing stock out of all of them. <laughs> Draymond Green to the Jazz. Yes, sir. <laughs> like, <laughs> the only way that this makes sense is, yeah, they have the cap space. This is my favorite move of the list. Draymond <laughs> to the Jazz makes complete sense. If you're a hater, you're a hater. It's going to happen. Draymond and Danny Ainge are going to be our best friends. <laughs> He's going to lead them to a championship in, in Utah. That would be hilarious. If he if he wins a championship with the Jazz, I would actually love that. Just because like, all these people that hate hey. Draymond and don't appreciate hey, him. If Draymond goes to the Jazz, you have to buy a Jazz Draymond jersey. 
Okay, I will. I do. Yeah, that's a deal. But <laughs> there's no way. There's no way on this green earth, good green earth, that Javon is going to the Jazz. So I don't. <laughs> I don't whatever know you, that whatever that those odds are, bet against it. You can get free money. Free money. Yeah. So you got uh, Fred Van Fleet though. He just opted out of his contract, so he's a free agent. They haven't gone to the Suns. See, this one kind of makes sense, I because they need a point guard, but. How but, much money? Yeah, that's the thing. Do they have money, though? Does Fred Van Fleet want money, or would he want a ring? If he wants a ring, I could see it happening. But he already has one. He doesn't need it. That's true. But, like, one's not enough, bro. Yeah. We got two. We got three. We got four, like Clay Thompson. That's true. One, <laughs> three, four. <laughs> Count them so, up. We'll see what happens there. I think Fred Van Fleet's going to be a big player in free agency. I think a lot of teams are going to want him because he's a good player. Like, he can help impact winning right now. Mm-hmm. So, I think a lot of teams should be inquiring about him if they aren't already. Okay, and then another dumb one is Chris Middleton to the Thunder. Whoa, I whoever is whoever is dumb enough to sign Chris Middleton? Uh, that's why it's dumb. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. There we go. There yes. we go. <laughs> I was gonna say the Thunder makes a lot of sense to sign Chris Middleton. I'm looking at the other side. Yeah. Of it. For the Thunder, you've been so smart with your draft picks and everything. Don't mess this one up. Don't sign Chris Middleton. He's terrible. Everyone thought he was like MJ or whatever. They throw that around a lot in the playoffs, but. No, he's the ugliest guy in the league, and he's Chris Middleton is—he's just average. He's not good. Yeah, but the only thing would be if they could somehow flip Chris Middleton for Bradley Beal, that'd be crazy. That's true. That would be insane if the Bucks could pull that off. That's true. I don't see why the Wizards would accept that, but then again, Bradley Beal's no trade clause. Mm-hmm. It's like he kind of dictate where he wants to go. So if he says I want to go to the Bucks, then they could pull it off. But next we got my Celtics were made to the list with Nikola Vucevic. Kind of surprising. Vucevic is a free agent. He, well, I don't know how much money he's going to demand in free agency. But, I mean, for the right price, if the Celtics could sign him, I'd be down for it. Yeah, if he's cheap. Yeah, like why not? Mm-hmm. Good player. Uh, then we have Brooke Lopez to the Rockets. Interesting. I don't know why the Rockets would want maybe just a center. Hey. But they have Sengun. They do, but I think Brooke Lopez is a great player because he's mature. Yeah. He's a mature f- veteran who can come in, and he's shown that he can learn how to shoot a three-ball. So maybe he can teach Sangoon how to shoot a three-ball a little better and teach Jabari Smith how to shoot a three-ball a little better, whoever they draft. I think he'd be a great veteran to bring in. Yeah. Especially when you have the cap space to spend. Like, why not bring in one of the best centers in the league right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said it. Like, one of the best centers in the league. Yeah, he's great defensive center and offensive sometimes. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, then next up we got my boy Big Al on the list for some reason. Like he's some prize to be desired. Yeah. His betting favorite is the Atlanta Hawks. The only reason why I think this is on here is because if the Celtics were to trade Jalen Brown, the Hawks would be immediately a team that would come to mind. And yeah, if they trade Jalen Brown, they'd probably throw in Al Horford so they get more back. But like Al Horford's got, signed a two year, twenty million dollar deal. He's on the cheap right now. So, like, I don't see why the Celtics would trade him unless it was part of a bigger package to trade for a star. Yeah, that that's the only way that makes sense. I agree with you there. And to go back to the Hawks just seems weird. Uh, next, you have D'Angelo Russell to the Suns. Pretty much the same thing we said about Fred Van Fleet. Free agent, if he wants a ring, he could go to Suns. If not, he can go get some money elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that one. Uh, the next we have... 
Dylan Brooks to the Heat, baby. Nihao Ma. The Heat culture meets up with the tough boy of the league. The NBA's bad boy goes to Miami. Him and Jimmy Butler will be selling big face coffee and scamming the whole league. I think it'd be a great duo, honestly. I like the fit. I think it could be interesting. If he fits in like the quote-unquote heat culture, if he doesn't bring his culture to the, the heat, then they'll be okay. But, yeah, Dylan Brooks, if he's if he's in the league, he, he, <laughs> I, I see him. I bet the odds – my odds would be uh, Shanghai Sharks, but we'll see. Uh, <laughs> Going back to D'Lo for a second, I did see on the betting odds – I think the Wangdong Tigers were the 10th best odds to land D'Lo. So they made it on the list. I'm surprised Jordan Poole is not on this list. <laughs> That's true. But uh, last on the list, we got DeAndre Aiden to the Mavericks. Yeah, and this one, this one's another one because Dylan Brooks and DeAndre Aiden underperform a lot. Um, and for the Mavericks to get Aiden, I don't know. If they sign Kyrie, you can't really – They'd have to package probably Davis Bertans and the number 10 pick. That that might be able to work, or they may have to package Tim Hardaway Jr. as well. Yeah, you'd have to, you'd have to give up more than – because Bertans in a pick, yeah. that's not – I mean, mate, 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 it's a stretch. Here's the thing. I know Zayden disagrees with me. I wouldn't touch DeAndre Aiden with a 10-foot pole because of effort. Yeah. He has shown to show no effort in playoff games. And that pisses me off. The the only thing I think about that though is I think it had something to do with the Suns organization. Yeah, that's because probably Mon- it. But because Monty Monty sat him like the year before, mm-hmm. and that's when he didn't really like. Sure, like I felt like he was giving effort, but it just he just wasn't playing good. Yeah. And then this last season, like in the playoffs, this last season, he just yeah, completely no effort. I don't want players who don't give effort. Like, this yeah. is the NBA. We're paying you millions of dollars to play basketball. Show like you want to play. Mm-hmm. And DeAndre Aiden didn't show me he wanted to play, so I don't want him on my team. He definitely needs a change of scenery. So I bet he's off the Suns this yeah. offseason. I, I hope for his own sake he's off the Suns. Yeah. I think I think he could flourish in a, a new situation, and you'd, you'd see his effort in a new place. Hopefully, man. Hopefully. Because he has all the skills. but. He he was a good kid. I liked him out of college. So hopefully he can get changes senior. Hopefully he can shape up and stop squatting in the after games. When it's just right? wearing a towel. Yeah, that was the weirdest. <laughs> that was so thing cheesy. Like, you, did you, there's a Twitter thread out there. It was like this is the funniest season ever, and they're like just cracking up with all these memories. I can't believe no one brought the DeAndre in a towel doing squats. Exactly. Like that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Anyway. There's a lot of stuff going on. This is fun during the off season. It's kind of sad we don't get to see basketball, but we got the draft next week. Draft next week that should so, keep us entertained. Yeah. And so our next podcast will be a draft recap next Friday. Yeah. So look forward to that for sure. And that should do it for this week on Four Wins in June. We'll see you next week.